is Armstrong and Getty. The birthplace of talk radio. I hear all these idiots and fools and jackasses on radio. What an introduction that was. Holy God. My gosh. Nobody does it better. Kids, we don't want another incident here, okay? Yeah. It's such a bizarre world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go. Were folks wearing masks? No, no one was wearing masks in the room. This is Ed McMahon. And now, he... Armstrong and Getty. Getty. So, so coming up the elevator, I'm listening to the news, and I heard one news source say, um, Vice President Pence is next in line if the president should become incapacitated. And I thought, now that's some basic coverage right there. <laughs> that's really getting to the brass tacks. For the six-year-olds listening. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Live from Studio C. He's in your... A dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And hey, everybody, today on a Friday, we're under the tutelage of our general manager, Donald J. Trump. President of the United States, Commander-in-Chief, and COVID-19 sufferer. Do we have our constitutional crisis, a a ooga ooga horn running? Because that's where we are, people. What constitutional crisis can we have at one time? I have uh, officially, officially decided there is more to come. More to come in what sense? In 2020. Wow. I mean, every time I stupidly think, wow. Look what's this is the craziest year ever, and I fully comprehend what's going on. Law of averages would be right. we're going to return right. to the mean, and that sure. would be fairly uh, tame for a while. Then RVG passes, and then you think, wow, this is a new level of nuts. Then you have the craziest debate you've ever seen. Exactly. <laughs> and you think, oh, my, this country is on fire. Well, at, at times it is literally. And then uh, last night, as many of us on the West Coast were going to bed, uh, in the middle of the night, East Coast time, the president himself tweeted that he and the first lady tested positive for the vid. Um, statistically, not that big a deal because most people are fine. Right. Uh, but he's uh, got a couple of rough categories that make you more likely to be sick than others. But still, statistically, most likely you're fine. Well, I was going to say this could range from a big nothing to an enormous historical event, and we will probably have a good idea within 10 days. That's a while, though. I'd say. That's a while. Yeah. The biggest... The, the, I'm a, I, uh, oh, I, you should know the president feels fine. Yeah. First lady feels fine I tend, thus far. I tend to, uh, you know, I was just texting with a, a friend of ours whose spouse got very, very ill for a very long time, and uh, they felt fine for five to eight days. Yeah, yeah. Before it hit, and then and he's a full-on adult, and then got really sick for a long time. But anyway, um, I uh, I'm like a baseball manager. I always just play the odds. What's most likely to happen? Mm-hmm. What's most likely to happen is President Trump is fine, but he can't campaign the way he wants to for quite a while. No, uh, and that's a pretty big deal because he was planning to do you know the final month. Uh, a marathon like he did last time around with rallies everywhere all day long and everything like that. Had a monster travel schedule. And he's not going to be doing that for a while. Yeah, just 
to so give you the, might be the that's the, uh, guaranteed to be the biggest effect, and there could be more above that. Obviously, the basic parameters. And as I tweeted not too long ago, it is amazing. I have been following, listening, reading uh, since I got up extra early this morning to try to figure out what's going on. And the big papers, uh, the USA Today, the Washington Post, various news networks. Uh, have all sorts of wrong information. Oh, really? About yeah. About well, what? for one, he's not going to be quarantined. He's going to be isolated. It's and the terms do mean different things. And what's going to happen is, if within ten days he doesn't get sick, they will give him a uh, coronavirus test. And if he tests positive uh, twice, he can make the debate. He can do the debate on the fifteenth. If he tests positive is, twice, no negative. Okay, sorry. Um. Uh, so that's in 13 days. That's obviously a very tight schedule. If he does develop symptoms and get sick, which could take four or five days from when he got it, which is probably in the last four or five days, um, then it's another five, six days to figure out whether he's going to get it bad and how bad. And if he does indeed develop significant symptoms, it could be another five days to six months before we fully realize the severity of of his illness and and the first ladies too although for the purposes of discussion god yeah. bless that beautiful woman that uh, doting mother I of she's young fine, but... young uh what's his name uh baron baron um but i'm talking about the potus yeah i hope she's fine but that does not play on the world stage and she's a healthy 50 year old um uh, the contact tracing uh even you know, what people know from watching TV, let alone behind the scenes, is practically everybody in his orbit has been face to face with him without a, without a mask in the last week. Right. Practically everybody. I think the USA Today stupidly reported that it's presumed that he got it from Hope Hicks, who tested positive because she tested positive like six hours before him. That doesn't make any sense. He could have given it to her. Right. They, right. He could have given it to her. They both could have caught it from somebody uh, that they both had in Jared. common. Jared. <laughs> I don't. I don't think the time is right for humor. Jack. But um, oh boy, um, that has never been true in my life, unfortunately. And my <laughs> wife would point that out. The belief that this is not a time for humor has never been true in my life, uh, unfortunately, uh, including birthing rooms, oh! <laughs> uh, all kinds of places. Um, you should uh, bounce texts off me or something. Hey, I've got a line I want to try on my wife. <laughs> oh my She's God. in labor. God, I've got one. I mean, you know, when you <laughs> when you try to make a joke too often your whole life, I've got several of these. But I've got the look the uh, woman delivering the baby gave me. Oh. I think it was Henry. Withering. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, dude. <laughs> oh. What? That was a good one. That was, that was a, my timing was jack. Perfect. I'm trying to lighten the mood. People right. seem to be stressed out. Yeah, <laughs> Tough reason. audience tonight. <laughs> Tough <laughs> audience. Hey, when you come out, remember, they got no sense of humor. Does this thing work? <laughs> Don't lead with a joke. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> Woo, it's like a funeral out here. <laughs> and we got plenty of time to talk about all this. So, But it's, it's definitely a big deal. It's a potentially... Very, 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 very big deal, obviously. Yeah, there are like four levels of big deal it could be, and we have no idea which one it's going to be. Oh, but at the very least, it really crimps his ability to uh, do the kind of campaigning he wants with days left and him behind. So right. That's that's something. He's got to be very disappointed with that. There's part of me that wishes I was part of his team right now. Not that I have any transcendent talent in this or whatever, but it, especially because he feels good right now. 
okay, how how do we completely pivot? Completely different idea than doing a bunch of rallies in cities. How about a, a daily video address, but light, fun, hitting the issues, that sort of thing. Put it out, you know, 20 minutes every day, d- downloadable, a, a, a podcast, a vlog, if you will. <laughs> Just something creative and energetic and and keep you got to keep the momentum. I think you got to point out, don't you, that they m- might not tell us if he felt bad, even if he did and probably shouldn't. That is absolutely possible. Yeah. If he was if he had a fever and wasn't feeling good, they shouldn't tell us that. They should say he feels fine. Because if they tell us, they're telling Chairman Xi. Right. Uh, let's and kick a little up. fat Ed. Let's uh, introduce our band squad. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? I'm good. I'm thinking about what could happen in 2020. I'm thinking November 2nd, Joe Biden confesses, you know, I never wanted to be president. I just got pushed into this. I'm resigning or something. <laughs> well, you know, that's the other angle of this that everybody thought of like two minutes after they heard the news. Um, wasn't a guy with COVID just yelling toward him for an hour and a half in a closed room? Right. So he and everybody has got to be a little worried about that. You At least I would concern, be. Sure. Yeah, they were pretty far apart, but who knows which way the air was swirling. If you've ever seen those experiments where they have uh, smoke in the air, essentially, to show you where the air currents are going in a room, Biden might not have gotten a single whiff of the vid, or he may have been getting it in the face all night, depending. I have a feeling the Cleveland Clinic has pretty good ventilation. But the people but. the people that he was traveling with were sitting not very far away from the people Trump was traveling with, all of which may have the COVID. Right. So, yeah, there's right. lots of ways it could spread. Here's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Uh, doing quite well. Uh, good thing or bad thing, not really sure yet, but last night were what Twitter was made for. <laughs> thing, uh, uh, news events like that, yeah. late breaking beyond the traditional news cycles. And, uh, uh, yeah, and it's already gone through 14 life cycles before the morning shift wakes up today yep. And, and, yep. and tries to figure out what how to parse through all the, the stuff that was going on over the overnight. It wasn't that long ago that you wouldn't have found this out until the next morning on your newspaper. <laughs> this <laughs> is breaking news. Thrown on your driveway. Oh, and stop the presses. Stop the presses. Uh, on the East Coast, yeah, you wouldn't have heard it unless you flipped on the radio. All my favorite pundits were already in bed, clearly, because they had nothing to say about it last night. Well, the news broke at what, like 1 a.m. Eastern, roughly? Mm-hmm. It was late. Um, <clears throat> I had one more thing on this, Twitter. A lot of meanness on Twitter. I don't know if you've ever noticed that. Oh, Sorry yeah. Sorry to hear that. I want to remind you, if anything should happen to the president, Vice President Pence is next in line. Mm. So I just heard that on the news a little mm. bit. Ago. Pence, you say. So uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Friday. Heck yeah, rocking it Friday, Rocktober the 2nd, the year 2020. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, let's try not to get the vid and bring you the uh, the world. Officially, according to FCC rules and regs, here we go at Mark. The president of the United States now confirming to the world that he and the first lady of the United States have both tested positive for the coronavirus and they will quarantine. You remember Bojo got sick as heck. He ended up in the intensive care, but was still fine, ultimately. I don't know if he's fine, fine. Bolsonaro's had it like six times, I think, at this point. (laughs) Right. Yeah, yeah. Bojo does seem to be perfectly fine, uh, by all accounts. Mm. Uh, Brazilian president, in case others aren't up on international. If I was 74 and overweight and got it, though, I would be concerned. No doubt about it. Oh, yes. How does mailbag look? Oh, it's outstanding. It could take many forms, Jack. Does it kick A? Oh, Lord. I won't go there. Okay. Um, <laughs> Thankfully, there's one adult here, my the friends. Answer. <laughs> Sorry, he's, he's, the He's answer. dodging the question. <laughs> 
And our text line is 415-295-KFTC with Clips of the Week on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. You know, the dispatch is probably right. This is the gravest health threat to a sitting U.S. president since Reagan was shot in 81. Obviously, it's much less grave, but it is the gravest because presidents tend to be healthy and take, we're really careful with them and that sort of thing. Yeah, Trump. I think that's absolutely true. Trump has COVID. More on that on the way. Mailbag coming up in a moment or two. But first, let's take a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week. We'll all be saying this name a lot, I'm sure, because she's a nut. You paid $70,000 to cut his hair. Look, Donald Trump cut his own hair. From the time I got to the Senate 180 years ago. If you were dancing with a Brooklyn Bridge, you could get more bounce. This is a bit of fun. That's all it is. It's a bit of fun. Because if you got to take a drug test to be a cashier at TJ Maxx, you should damn well have to do it before you get the code to the new. To let people know, he want you're to a senator. I'm not going to answer the question Why because, you that because question? the you question is, the question is, the question is, the question left. Will you Who shut is up, man? Listen. That was the worst presidential debate I have ever seen. Clearly, uh, this was the most chaotic presidential debate I've ever seen. It was an absolute disgrace. It was a mockery of a presidential debate, an insult to our democracy. The debate um, obviously was a, a debacle. That was a hot mess inside a dumpster fire, inside a train wreck. That was a show. No one's around, no one's talking to me. You know, for some somehow I didn't catch on or had forgotten that the "oh shut up man" when Trump was interrupting a lot was the the answer of the entire ninety minutes where Trump should have let him go the most. It was about mm. the pack in the court thing, right? That's the one where you should have just let him go and let Chris Wallace follow up. Just to be clear, you're not answering the question on whether or not you're going to pack the court. Let him go. Let him explain in his rambling old man way why he's not going to answer that question. He should not have interrupted there. That was not a good strategic move. Trump is good at some things, but he's not good at winning arguments in a way that uh, persuades the onlookers, in my opinion. But Mailbag. Woo-hoo! God willing, he'll get another chance on the 15th if he uh, stays healthy or gets healthy. The freedom-loving quote of the day once again from Booker T. Washington um, and, and many others have said something like this, including Frederick Douglass, actually. Actually. There are two ways of exerting one's strength. What? That's not the one I was going to do. Oh, that's weird. Uh, uh. Oh, here it is. Uh, In his book, uh, Up From Slavery, Booker T. Washington said, The happiest people are those who do the most for others. The most miserable are those who do the least. That's probably fairly accurate in world history. It's more of a living a happy life uh, quote of the day, but... Here's a nice note from Truman. Hey, guys, don't forget to bring a lot of Axe body spray next time you go to a Hitler youth rally. You just never know. Is that someone trying to 
imply that a couple of moderate libertarian conservative talk show hosts are Nazis? That's uh, that's an excellent <laughs> way to give cover to actual Nazis, Truman. If that's what you're doing, congratulations. Um, you're good at it. I don't think they want me at the Hitler Youth Rally, even if I were of that persuasion. Well, no, I'm neither Hitler nor youth. So, uh, moving along, uh, we'll call her uh, Aileen Anonymous. Uh, points out, sends along, my ninth grade daughter's English teacher has been assigning pro-BLM, anti-Trump, anti-white people homework. This is the English teacher, specifically. And now this, a song about dirty cops. It's an Erica Badu song. I'm scheduled to speak to her tomorrow after school on the phone. What grade is that? Uh, ninth grade. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know it. I know it. Yeah. By I, coincidence. I, I don't blame you for wanting to talk to the teacher, but that is, that is you're going to... You got to get out of that school. You really do, because clearly it's it's system wide. Yeah, if she can do that with yeah. impunity, it, yeah. it is it is spread. Uh, by coincidence, I came across this tweet um, passed along by some of our friends online uh, of a brand new website called WhatAreTheyLearning.com. It's a website where parents can post examples of critical race theory and woke indoctrination in their schools or kids. Too, this website recently launched. Looks like it'll be helpful. WhatAreTheyLearning.com. We have a link. Under hot links, Friday hot links at armstrongandgetty.com. By the way, Biden the other night at the debate specifically said that that's not happening. What that woman yes. just said yes, was happening did. in her school, in her ninth graders class. Right. He said that's not happening anywhere. Yeah. And the fact that Chris Wallace didn't know that enough to push back and nobody else knew that enough is really frustrating to yes, me. Yes, it is. Much more to come. Armstrong and Getty. Although the virus has definitely changed since January, but we don't think it's changed that much since it got to this country. The, the original virus that, that was in Wuhan in China is different from the one that came through Europe to this country. Uh, it's more similar to the one that hit the West Coast. And the virus is continuing to mutate, but it's not meaningfully changing its ability to hurt us. Uh, in fact, there's no survival value for the virus hurting us. The virus wants to infect us, but not kill us. And so the virus that's affecting us now is pretty much the same we've had through this entire pandemic in this really? country. That's an interesting thing. I've never heard a doctor say. Are we listening to Dr. Oz? I was going to say, first of all, ladies and gentlemen, I oh, I need to explain slash apologize the, the use of that uh, unforgivable quack. Uh, I heard him today on the television, and he was uh, he was given the straight scoop. Wasn't trying to sell you some fake berry ointment. Or, uh, or or engaging in other bull crap. Well, and even more than that, after he came into our studio personally and tried to strong arm the radio show, oh, he yeah. is to me what Bart Simpson is to Sideshow Bob. Ah, anathema. Yeah. Having said that, uh, there were a couple of interesting things in there. Including that. I'd never heard anybody say that about a virus before. I'd have to think about that for a while. Uh, the virus does have no advantage to killing you. <laughs> That's no, interesting. although if it can get you to infect six other people, yeah. it no longer cares to the extent sure. that the viruses are not cogent. Oh, wait they a second. We're burying the lead if you just turned on the, ra- oh, turned on the radio. Goodness, please. President Trump has the COVID. It's official. Yeah. This is breaking news. He and his wife. But. Both he and Melania have no symptoms as of yet. That's what they're telling us. But, well, that's, well, they wouldn't lie to us. <laughs> 
Reagan was in terrible condition. They said he was fine. Right. I don't mind if they lie to us, but the fact that they're saying he's fine doesn't mean he's fine. Yeah, the fact that he seemed perfectly energetic a couple of days ago. How about the fact that he seemed uh, perfectly energetic on Sean Hannity last night? Oh, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so that's like pretty an good hour before they announced he's got it. He was sounded fine on Sean Hannity. Maybe you could have mentioned that before you started yelling at me. <laughs> anyway, uh, so the president, as far as we know, seems fine, as does the first lady. But again, for national security reasons. Uh, if he were to become incapacitated, nobody was saying anything. Or even if he got a high fever, they're not going to tell us the moment that happens. He's Hell delirious no. and can't even decide whether he wants a drink of water or not, <laughs> much less whether to oppose China in the South China Sea. Back to you, Jim. <laughs> no, nobody's going to say that. Well, what you got? Dan? More Dr. Oz. Yeah, yeah. That seems to be the data, and I think part of it's because we have better protocols. We understand more that a lot of the complications arise from the inflammation of the body reacting to the virus as much as the virus itself. Uh, yeah, and, and so he's talking about that, that the early treatment is much more effective and they're much better at preventing terrible um, uh, outcomes, which is why the infection rate is up by, I can't remember, uh, a fairly significant, like 8% in, in, the, in the country, but the death rate is down by something like 20% or 16%. Don't quote me on the numbers, but they're roughly correct. Um, and How about you add in that the president's getting better care than anybody else in the country has gotten? Need better. Um, the other thing, getting back to that first clip. What do you mean? I don't, I don't qualify. I have a, I have to prepay. That's not by, I gotta, I gotta get on the phone with my insurance agency. He walks out in front of the white house. He's on the phone right? with insurance. They say I owe a copay. No, you don't, sir. You don't tell them you don't. Maybe we should make presidents go through the insurance gambit. Can, <laughs> that can, was not a bad idea. Can you call the, 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 my presidential doctor, please? Uh, no, sir, just tell them, point to the back of the insurance card, and they'll figure it out. <laughs> All right, I hope so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a good point, Sean. But anyway, back to the first clip, and, and we spent so much time just trying to unmisinform you because of the crap in the mainstream media. But all those narratives you heard about, California had greater success with the COVID because they shut down earlier. And that beautiful, beautiful man, that genius Gavin Newsom, was proactive and blah, blah, blah. No, the West Coast got a different strain than the East Coast. It was different enough that it had very different outcomes. Now, at this point, we've been trading it around so much. And the point that the quack Dr. Oz was making. And, <laughs> and listen, you don't get to be a world famous quack. Unless you're a non-quack a certain percentage well, of the he's time, an would you agree? Doc, he's an actual doctor. Well, right, yeah. Well, the fact that this he... segment of the podcast, Joe defends Dr. Oz. Oh, no, no. The fact, no. That, <laughs> the fact that he sent somebody into our phone screener booth and told them to get out of their seat so he could take over the radio show All has right. got nothing to do with his medical qualifications. It just means he's an a-hole Right, in a person. proctologist. Every, everything that goes wrong with him. Everything, every illness Dr. Oz has, he's examined by a proctologist because he's a giant a-hole. On the other <laughs> hand, he's pointing out, though, that at this point, the COVID has evolved some because all viruses mutate. And it seems as though it's become even more contagious, but no more deadly or perhaps even a little less deadly. Which would be good, right? So we spread it around more and get the herd, although they claim 90% of us haven't had it, so we're a right. long way from herd, yeah. herd yeah. immunity. And as usual, the caveat is any quote-unquote conclusion or statement about the COVID is provisional. 
as as our understanding of it is rapidly evolving. So, again, you can quote me if you want. But In the modern world. So I just saw a Washington Post headline that Woodrow Wilson got the Spanish flu in 1918. I had never heard that before. He got a mild version of it. I got to look into that. I had never heard that in my life. I know about the strokes. Um, uh, how could you keep it a secret if if Trump even had a fever? Like Hope Hicks is said to be feeling symptoms. You know, I feeling symptoms or no symptoms. Uh, she's sick. She doesn't oh, feel good. Okay. That, that's how it started. Hmm. She was feeling bad on Wednesday night, and then they put her off in the side of the plane, you know, alone because she was not feeling good. Oh boy, that's how it started. Yeah, even though she had tested a negative earlier in the day with one of those quickie tests. You know, we received an email from one of our beloved listeners today saying that uh, they took a, a test and got a negative, and uh, but the test results said. Keep in mind that if you get a negative test, you may still still be positive, and if you get a positive test, you may still be negative, which takes a lot of the fun out of it. Well, if you were following this last night, uh, I was because I was up doing stuff. It was pretty clear that something was up because some of Trump's answers in the timeline and thing like that only made sense if you took a quickie test, it tested positive, and everybody said, uh-oh, we better do the test that takes longer, and then, then did, did that and waited for the results. That's mm-hmm. clearly what was happening. Um, That's right. The quicker the test, the higher the error rate. In yeah, general, and he clearly tested positive, and they thought we better get the the, the one that's more accurate. Right, right. Uh, and this he was waiting for the results of that, and they they came out uh, late at night. But um, uh, what was my point? I had a point. Oh, could you even keep it a secret if he started feeling sick? Not like you know immediately. You know he's a, a brain dead or anything. I mean, he's got a fever and doesn't feel good. If uh, you couldn't, God help the union. You should keep that a secret. I am, of uh, course. I'm a you know open government, uh, free speech guy. But you should keep that a secret. Right. When it comes to critical moments of national security, secrecy's okay. Oh, absolutely. Is that used as an excuse to cover up stuff that shouldn't be? Yes, all the time, and we need to fight against it. But whether the president is incapacitated or not is is definitely a national security question. Well, I don't want him incapacitated in the countries being run by his wife like actually happened with Woodrow Wilson for for weeks. The great hero of the left, the racist fan of eugenics. But if he just but if he was but he if he had a high fever and didn't feel very good and he threw up a few times, we don't need to know that. Yeah. China doesn't need to know that. Yeah. I was reminded as the stock market's been a bit wobbly today. Actually, all the markets around the world. Stock market hates uncertainty, Joe. Back to you. Um, uh, All the markets around the world have have dropped some, although not not precipitously. Uh, I was reminded that every time a president of the United States is sick, the market gets shaken up and goes down because of the uncertainty. When George Bush puked in Japan. The market dropped a significant amount. Oh, the markets did. And, you know, he's over there, foreign traveler, God knows what sort of local delicacy they try to feed him. Probably had a bat. Please, who doesn't uh, Who doesn't puke when they're, you know, overseas eating weird stuff? Uh, but the markets dropped. So, well, just as we said earlier, perhaps the lead is the president and the first lady have the vid. Um, the, the follow-up, the critical follow-up is... Uh, they are now saying mild symptoms for the president. That's first I've heard that. Oh boy. Okay. I, I well, think that, 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 where are you hearing that? MSNBC. What's your source? MSNBC. I don't know. I think if congenital liars. Can you see if the White House put that out? MSNBC is showing strong symptoms of being lying liars. I think if they put out that he has mild symptoms, he has some kind of bad symptoms. 
But again, I'm pro them lying about it. I have no problem with that whatsoever. Right. And the and the the vast likelihood is that he is fine. The guaranteed significant outcome of this with 32 days to go is he's going to miss like at least a week and a half of his big rallies. Yes, probably. Unless he never gets sick. And that's the thing. There are four stages. No symptoms ever. Acceptance. No. No, it's different. Different different one. Uh, You're fine. You feel like you got a nasty cold for a few days. You have complications and you get pretty sick. And then there's the incapacitated, hospitalized sick. And it remains to be seen whether he even moves to step one, according to MSNBC, and they're lying liars. He's at step one, meaning he doesn't feel very good. But does he get to step two, three, four? Obviously, step five is uh, may God rest his soul. Um, you know, we're not going to go there. But. So I've seen a couple different places talking about the mild systems, and they all seem to refer yeah. refer back to uh, this New York Times story that that is quoting two people familiar with his condition that he is showing symptoms. Okay. But is this the same ones. New York yeah. Times that yeah. makes crap up on a weekly basis? That doesn't mean anything on so many different levels. One, the New York Times makes stuff up from from some from sources all the time, and it turned out not to be true. And he could be way sicker, and they wouldn't tell us. So yeah. with all that level of thickness, what difference does it make? We just have to accept uncertainty, Jack. Yeah. Isn't that the way life is? Well, I'm fine with that again. Okay. We do not need to tell China that the president's got a horrible fever and, 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 and writhing in pain, if that was the case. They don't, they don't need to know that. Right. We probably ought to re-engage in the whole obsession over... Do you denounce white supremacy? Oh yeah, he did. He did get into that with Hannity last night, uh, whilst battling COVID. It would appear. Oh boy, he's a brave man. Yes, uh, got an update, Sean. Uh, Going to the news desk with Sean. A White House physician released a memo Friday, but did not. Specify- is that that old guy with the long hair? I don't. Sean Conley. I don't remember. Oh no, okay. This, um, this but is he the did official not, military guy. He did not specify whether the president was symptomatic or not. Mm. Oh, good. Remember That's Trump's fine. original doctor, the old guy with the crazy hair. I do remember. I don't believe, dude. He is not the White House doctor. He said he's the most, the healthiest person he'd ever given that a physical ever to. ran for the presidency, <laughs> which is uh, a historical discovery of astounding <laughs> importance and must have taken decades of work. But <laughs> at which point does the 25th Amendment come into play? I'm oh, asking the big question. There you go. There you go. That's a good one. So our text line is 415-295-KFTC, and yeah, we got a lot more stuff to get into, and obviously we'll stay on top of the, the very latest uh, scuttlebutt around this whole thing, but the president does have COVID. For the productive segment, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Armstrong and Getty. are suffering because their caretakers are frustrated with them because they don't know how to respond to social stimuli. And I say that because that's my own experience. I guess the point I'm trying to get at is we all feel it. We all have the burden. What is she saying? Uh, she's expressing the dismay that uh, the cats have had a very hard time during this pandemic. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm it's, sorry. It, it sounded like you said cats. Yeah, no, it's classic pet owners projecting they can't. They are not yeah. able to communicate how I'm feeling. 
So they tell you how their pets are feeling as a gateway to what they are oh, feeling. I've never heard anybody say that before, but I think you're right. Ab- I, I've see known... it hap- I see it happen all the oh, yeah, time. I've known people who do that. That's interesting. Oh, they're okay. anxious. No, no, you are. I was just in the lunchroom, and I had to say to someone, out of the way, the president has COVID. <laughs> this is breaking news. The president announced in a tweet last night that he and his wife have COVID. He has been breathing moistly on uh, many of the top officials in America, and they have been breathing on him all week long. Uh, his his entire inner circle could have it, or has been exposed to it, certainly. Um, you, 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 family members, which are some of his inner circle, really everybody. And he was breathing moistly on Joe Biden. Speaking moistly you know they were a fair ways apart but it was yeah, an hour and a half of shouting so who knows it's a bit of a stretch but well, not you, impossible you've seen absolutely the, not impossible you've seen the videos of how far particles go and how long they hang in the air uh indeed and certainly well and uh, joe biden's old as hell he is very so old and in. looks frail and again, uh, Trump's inner circle has been uh, exposed to it, and they were sitting next to Biden's people who have been sitting next to him on various planes for the last several days. And yeah, w- w- it could get pretty weird if, you know, if Biden and Trump both have it, it's starting to get pretty weird. Now, I want to get into the whole denouncing white supremacy thing, and uh, which Trump did on Hannity last night with COVID for about the 11th time. Um, which is one of the aspects of it that I want to get into. But we will do that perhaps um, next hour. If you have to miss the next hour of the Armstrong and Getty Show, please feel free to go to armstrongandgetty.com and download the podcast. It'll be available later today. It's Armstrong and Getty On Demand, as opposed to the Armstrong and Getty Extra Large or the One More Thing podcasts. How many friggin' podcasts is enough, you might ask huh? yourself. Huh? They're using us like garden tools, like rented mules. Anyway. You squeezes and squeezes. <laughs> One of the uh, uh, humans who might have the COVID you did not mention was Vice President uh, Michael Pence of Indiana. And indeed, he and the president have been spending quality time together. Uh, Mr. Pence is significantly younger than the president, as we all know. That's That's a factor. But if, God forbid, the president and the vice president go down, everybody knows who's number three. In the line of succession. Kevin McCarthy? Or number two, depending on... No. It's uh, Nancy Pelosi. Good morning. Now, if, indeed, uh, her calendar alert goes off and Satan reminds her that the day has come to harvest her soul because of the bargain they struck, and she is not able to assume the powers of the presidency, it goes to the president pro tempore of the Senate. Now you're just making up positions. That's Bob Dole? That's <laughs> that's Charles Grassley. Wow. Chuck Grassley, the president pro tempore of the Senate. Whatever that means. Yeah. Um, then the Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo, because Grassley's old as heck, too. Then the Secretary of the Treasury, Steve Mnuchin. Then the Sec Def, Mark Esper. Then the AG, William Barr. We could go on if you'd like. Well, what I don't understand about that is how I don't understand how that would ever happen unless they were all killed at once. Because if the vice president can't do something, you get a new, you know, if they have to step down, you get a new vice president. So then they'd be next in line, right? Are are people sick or, or deceased in this scenario? I don't know. 
Well, I, I, mm. well, let's that nightmare scenarios are a distasteful and G- B nightmarish. Gerald Ford didn't go straight from Speaker of the House to presidency. No, he went from Speaker of the House to Vice President to President. Correct. Yes, uh, the, uh, Mike Pence, the new president, if he indeed became president, would have to appoint a new vice president. Could be anybody. Could be you. And I don't even remember. Does the Senate need to approve that? I mean, this happens once every like. I don't think so. I think you get to choose whoever years. you want for your vice president. Wow, he might Seems choose like me. a loophole. We're very, very <laughs> close. Um, yeah, there are all sorts of ways this could unfold, but uh, the, the most obvious way is that the president recovers quickly and gets back on the campaign trail. Well, it's been announced already this morning that Vice that Vice President Pence has been tested and is negative, but again... As is the lovely Mrs. Pence. I'm not trying to be a conspiracy guy. It would be stupid for them to tell us if Vice President Pence had it. That would be moronic. So that doesn't really mean anything to me. There's no way you're going to announce the world the president has the COVID. Oh, and by the way, the vice president just tested positive. Right. You're not going to say that. That'd be right. crazy. That would be the stupidest security move, national security move you could make. So to me, it doesn't mean anything. Right. It would be akin to saying, hey, we found a big problem with our submarine fleet and they can't sail for the next two and a half weeks. I mean, you just you would never say that. So, uh, well, let's uh, all pray for the president if you're the praying type or. Nancy Pelosi just said Sacrifice on a chicken if you're into Santeria. Nancy, yes. what? Nancy Pelosi just said on national television I'm that there's a big tent morning show. Everyone should pay pray for the president, which was a nice thing for her to say. That's because Satan told her to say that. I mean, we're in my cl- opinion, we're close to being in the time. I mean, we all watched the debate the other night where the Speaker of the House would say, "Well, he's getting what he deserves for not wearing a mask" or something like that. I mean, well, that, well I wouldn't have been shocked if she said that. Have you uh, d- dived into the horrors of Twitter this morning? Uh, not the negative stuff. No, no I've just been I getting the hard news or whatever. I can, I can guess what it is. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't really too. need to see yeah, it. Exactly. I already have a horrible view of humanity. <laughs> I've decided to stay away from it. Right. That's we'll probably keep, a good decision. We'll keep you updated throughout the show, though. Armstrong and Getty.